Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Greetings, fans of the esoteric, and welcome to the show. And what a show we have for you today. Grimoires, listener letters. Um, I don't know. It's the normal rubbish, to be honest. Uh, yes, and you are always honest, my dear. Mm, well, no, I'm not. I lie for a living, Bernard. Oh, come now. I mean, lie for a living. Bend the truth, perhaps, or spin the facts. Or maybe. invent something entirely to get what I want. Gentle. I'm not sure we should be telling the audience that. Well, I wouldn't normally. But unfortunately, I've been drugged, Bernard, <gasps> with truth serum. Oh, no! Mm. You're joking! How? What? How? Who? How, what happened? Well, you see, here's the story. I had an urge for a lunchtime cocktail, you see. Yes. But I'd run out of bitters. And, and lemons and limes and cherries and pretty much everything. Not even a cocktail sausage to pop on a stick and adorn the glass. Oh, goodness me, what an emergency. I know. And I'm no heathen, Bernard. I'm not going to quaff a nude drink at lunchtime. No, no, absolutely not. No, there are rules, aren't there? Yes. I mean, breakfast alcohol doesn't count if you mix it with orange juice. That's a rule. That's true, yes. That's a Christmas rule, but it could be applied all year round, couldn't no, it? No, that's an all year round rule. Yes, of course. Right. A Christmas rule, though, is uh, you're allowed to have a shot at any point during the day. Yes, yes. Traditional, festive shot. But outside of Christmas, no shots until 3pm. Uh, right, yes, of course. Although any religious holiday will do, really. So Easter. Yes. Shrove, shots allowed any Shrove Tuesday. Shrove Tuesday. Pancake and a shot. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, the other rule is lunchtime cocktails must have a little umbrella and a semi-edible accessory that gets stuck in your teeth. Yes. Yes. True. You need to be able to chew it so that it feels like, you know, you're eating lunch. Yes, yeah, a substantial meal. Yes. So I thought, well, I'd run out, you see. So I thought, well, I've got plenty of dried herbs and tinctures and what have you, you know, magical ones. So I could put them in my drink. Yes. And that would work. Right. In replacement of the, you know... Cocktail sauce. Yes, yes, yes. So I left the liquor room. Uh, oh, yes, and we should explain to listeners that we have a, a liquor room. It used to be a, a liquor cabinet, but it's a room now. It's got a slide in it. Yes. And I went into the controlled substances room. <gasps> Goodness me. That's where I keep my more powerful mystical items and unguents and all the rest yes, of it. Yes, the good shit. Yes. So I had a rummage in my esoteric drawers to see what might complement a vodka Campari blue nun mix. What are you laughing at? Yeah, Bernard? I'd like to have a rummage in your esoteric drawers, Magenta. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, it's very funny. You know, half the audience aren't going to understand that. They're from North America. And oh. elsewhere, we have a very international audience. That's a good Hello point. Hello to you all. Yes, so yes. You might should... want to explain to them. Oh, goodness, I'm going to have to explain the innuendo. Uh, well, just say what drawers means Well, first. so drawers is an old-fashioned way of saying... Undergarments. It's so, very old-fashioned. I bet half of our UK audience don't understand what it, you're well, talking about. Well, maybe. So, yeah. so, so by saying I would like to rummage in your esoteric drawers, I was suggesting that I enjoy, you know, putting my hands down your underpants. My Gosh, magical underpants. It's, it's rather graphic, isn't it? Yeah, it well, is when you said like well, that. Well, let, let's cover the embarrassment with another fact, shall yeah. we? So, uh, the the Cockney rhyming slang for drawers is earlies or early doors. How do you know that, Bernard? Oh, Are you well, a Cockney? Uh, well, I wouldn't go that far. I just like to dabble in in uh, interesting cultures, uh, and so uh, the the uh, early doors refers to the habit of getting to the music hall nice and early to get a good seat for the show. Very up to date slang, this. Yes, yes, down with the kids. 
audience. And the show, of course, presumably being songs containing lots of underpant-related innuendo. Oh, yes. Or or uh, a performer showing a cheeky little flash of long underpant when yeah. the lady lifts the hem of her floor-length yes, gown. Yes, very exciting Risky. stuff. Yes. Mm. And so, in, in conclusion, if one were a Cockney, one might say, Cool, blimey, Governor. I, I was hoping to get my Alice Benz on my lady's earlies and have a good old Wurzel gubbage. <laughs> 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 Disgusting. <laughs> Well, I hope that's clearer for all of our overseas listeners. Oh, yes, I'm sure it is. But what is wrong with the British that we have to hide under these layers of innuendo? Yes, mm. It's yes. like a cryptic crossword, except every answer is boobs or bum. <laughs> yes. And we must have more words for testicle than the Inuit have for snow, don't we? That's Bollocks. true. Bollocks. Yes. Mm. Nuts. Ball bag. Yes, yes. Bread baskets. Knackers. Ghoulies. Mother's mumps. <laughs> Brass clankers. Family jewels, mm. yes. Plums. Twiddle diddles. Tallywags. Billy bean bag. Whiffles. Nadgers or Mi- nads. Yes. If you, you know, you're in a hurry. Mr. Tingle's feather duster. Yes. The custard factory. Yes, yes. Whirly gigs. Gooseberry fools. Bishop's pillow. Plumpty dumpties. Terry's chocolate orange. Sorry, what were you saying about being drugged, Magenta? Oh, yes, yes. So, anyway, uh, so I grabbed a few herbs and unguents and what have you from the controlled substance room. Yes. And I made my cocktail, disgusting, sadly. Oh, no. I barely managed two pints. Oh, goodness. And it turns out I inadvertently had made a truth serum (gasps) with my cocktail and my herbs and unguents. You should have heard me on the phone to your father. Oh, God, did he ring? Yes, he did, and he won't be doing that again. Oh. So anyway, I'm going to be extremely blunt today. Just a warning for any of the listeners who sent in a letter. Right, goodness me, right. Some some, some hard truths. Yes. Uh, shall, we, shall we do the letters? Yes, why not? So the theme this week is sound, which Bernard chose because you're interested in sound, aren't you, Bernard? Yes, yes. Unlike everyone else. Well, I... I yeah, all right. So anyway, the first letter's from Canada. <gasps> oh, Canada. Have you ever done a Canadian accent on the show, Bernard? I, I Probably. I, I'd probably do a, a, an awful job of it because oh. it, it's a sort of... It's... it's to our untrained English ears, it sort of sounds close to an American accent, but not quite. A bit softer. And, and well, it's got the oots. Yes, it, a few different vowels. Yes. Sorry about that. Yes, there we go. Perfect. All right. All right. Off you go. Uh, so this is from, from Buzz in Canada, and I do apologise for Buzz. this Canadian accent, Buzz. Dear Magenta and Bernard, Bernard, I have the good fortune to be setting up a new recording studio. One thing I'm having trouble with, though, is finding the source of some constant hum in the room. We've disconnected all the possible devices we can think of that might be the culprit, and really don't want to have to open up any walls. Before we rush into anything like that, perhaps the spirits can offer some insight. Thanks kindly, Buzz in Canada. Very soothing accent, Bernard. Yes, I'm not sure it was particularly Canadian, but it was very nice, wasn't it? Well, you didn't have any opportunity to say a a boot, You didn't say a boot once. So how are you supposed to identify it's in a Canadian? There's literally no way of doing it. So there's a buzz, there's a constant hum in the room, and uh, they've disconnected things, so it's not electrical. Now, uh, this is very frustrating, and I relate very much to this buzz. It's Has this happened to you, then? Oh, an unusual noise that you can't get rid of. And, of course, in our house, I don't know where whether it's something to do with my, you know, equipment. Oh, sound I mean, it could, yes, or, or a demon. Or some sort or of... Or bees. Yes. Or a vibrator. So is it my department or your department? Mm. Or, or some sort of shared department? Or it could be tinnitus, my dear. Oh, goodness, it could, yes. It could be internal. I did used to be in a band in the 80s. Yes. Play a lot of loud 
Does the buzz follow you outside the house? Well, yeah, some days I feel like, but then I don't know if I'm just going mad. Or if you're secreting a vibrator upon your person. It's always a possibility. Did we lose one of the buzzing eggs? And forget to retrieve it. I feel like we might have done. Mm. But then you, then you don't know. You start to doubt yourself, don't yes. you? Anyway, let's answer dear Buzz's question. So we have three books uh, to do our bibliomancy with. Right. I'm not changing the way that I do... Uh, <laughs> I do <laughs> this Psychic now. readings. I'm not doing tarot. I'm not doing runes or I Ching. You, you've, you've developed a system, haven't you, dear? And it, it does work, doesn't it's it? Bibliomancy or nothing. Or nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so, we, the books today we have... The Witcher. Oh. Because I'm very much enjoying The Witcher on Netflix. At yes, the yes. Mm, There's pl- pl- plenty for everyone in The Witcher, Absolutely, isn't there? Yes, yeah. No matter what, what floats your toast. Yes. And uh, we also have Assassin's Apprentice by Robin Hobb. Very good series. I'm very much enjoying. And Actresses' Audition Speeches. <laughs> For all ages and accents, this is from when I was trying to be an actress, Bernard. Yes, yes. You, you, you've had many many strings to your bow over yes. the years, haven't you? Yes, although I gave up this one in disgust because they were trying to typecast me as some sort of battle axe, which was ridiculous. Now, that is, that is ridiculous, isn't it? I'd go for the blushing ingenue part and they'd laugh in my face. <laughs> it's a fix! The whole thing is a fix. You've got, to be, you've got to be related to bloody Judy Dench to get anywhere. Yes, yes, yes. Or Maggie, Maggie Smith. Yes. Or who are the other ones? Well, uh, there's a, a, a what's the name from uh, Daisy Ridley from Star Wars, who who's she's, everyone. She's related to, to to what's his name? Mr. Godfrey from Dad's Mr. Army. Mr. Godfrey from Dad's Army. Don't tell me she didn't get Star Wars because of God <laughs> Dad's Army. <laughs> everyone. Oh, I bet wow. she walked in that audition room and said, "Do you know who I look like?" Mr. Godfrey from Dad's Army, and do you know why? He's my great uncle. Uh, something like that, yes. yes. And I bet they were like, well, then you're the lead in our Star Wars Perfect. movie, young lady. That's who we needed to be the sort of uh, the next saviour of the Jedi. It's all a fix. If I was related to someone in Dad's Army, or are you being served? Yes, John Lemessurier. Yes, can you imagine the Arthur power Lowe. I would wield if I had a connection to John Le- I am the, gr- Le- the granddaughter of, of Arthur Lowe. Give me this uh, a Hollywood a movie. Yes. It's a fix. I should have just lied, shouldn't I? Yes. Mm. Anyway, so which one are we going to use to answer Buzz's problem? Should we try The Witcher? Oh, yes. Let's do The Witcher. All right. Okay, so uh, 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 give me a number, Bernard. Right. Uh, or shall we do the flicky flicky thing? Oh, we could. Yes, all right. Flicky, flicky, flicky. Flicky, flicky. And just tell me when to stop. Yes, flicky, flicky. Flick. Flicking the book. Oh, going yes, into the trance. Yes. Oh, you're staring trance. There's some strange mm. mist ho- hovering oh. in the air. Uh, oh. Stop. Right. And uh, so 220. Give us a number. Uh, three. Uh, it was warm, stuffy and cosy in the room within the Barbican. The, the, Barbican. the Barbican. That's in London, isn't it? Is they that... do theatre shows. There's somewhere in The Witcher called The Barbican. And exhibitions. I don't know. I haven't started reading this yet. I've just been watching the TV show. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, it's talking about a room. Yes. Warm, Maybe... stuffy and fluffy, did you say? <laughs> warm, stuffy and fluffy. I thought you said fluffy. <laughs> I didn't say warm. What kind of book is this? <laughs> what a warm, stuffy and fluffy room. I thought you said fluffy and then it sounded very insulatory. How is but... a room fluffy? Well, if it's full of sound-absorbent insulation. As well, I it's know. very interesting you say that, Bernard, because maybe that's the solution. Yes, it's so usually the, the solution. If the buzz is in the walls, then you need to get away from the buzz by putting a load of insulation. 
Right. So it's not so much identifying the buzz and sorting out the root problem. It's covering the problem up yes. with thick insulation. Deferring the problem. Yes. And it'll be very warm, too. Yes. And Canada's very cold, isn't it? Uh, yes, of course. Is it always cold? I think, it, well, not uh, always, but they do have summers, but it can get very, very cold. Well, they, if they'll need a different studio for the summer, and this is only a winter studio now. Ah. With thick, and I'm talking like several metres, thick <laughs> insulation. <laughs> like an Egyptian pyramid of, of insulation. Like a chamber, a burial chamber within a tiny cube where you crouch yes. and do your sound design a tiny what booth. have you yes yes so it, that's what you have to do so did, did, was fluffy actually mentioned in that no it's warm stuffy and cozy cozy in the room within the barbican well another thing as well of course is uh, you when you build an effective studio you often want to create a room within a room because that gives you uh, total isolation from uh, outside is noise is this a genuine sound fact bernard yes that's yes it we is. don't need it uh, yeah, well, all right. I mean, and not to mention the fact that if it's an electronic buzz, then Ooh! no amount of insulation is going to make any difference. The sentence after this is very revealing. Yes. A fire crackled merrily in the hearth, and behind it, a cricket chirped fiercely. Oh, well, there you go. It's a cricket. It's there a we cricket. go. It's a cricket. So Nothing. the only way to get away from the cricket is metre-thick insulation. Well, th that will do it, yes. If it's, if, it's the, if it's the buzz of a cricket, you're, you're loads of insulation and you should be sorted. Isn't that amazing that we came to the solution immediately, just like that? Yes. Like we were, as, I mean, this often happens with bibliomancy, it just delivers the answer up to you, yes. wrapped in a neat package. Absolutely. No interpretation needed, just there. Job done. Job done. Right, let's move on. Let's move on. That's enough time for buzz. So, right. uh, next is... Uh, uh, our very treasured listener, Newton. Ah, yes, Newton writes in a lot, don't they? Yes, we, right. do, we always welcome Newton's um, contributions. All right, so... And I've been given a truth serum, so you know what I mean that. Oh, goodness, yes, of course. Uh, well, how shall I read this letter? Because uh, I, I can't remember where Newton hails from, ooh, and so... Well, why don't you do uh, a, a Geralt impression? Oh, God, oh goodness, uh... From, from The Witcher, this is Henry Cavill. Although you just boil it down to... Uh, fuck, fuck. All right, I'll, I'll have a go. Dear Madame Magenta and Bernard. Blimey. Good morning. I have an interesting sound-related problem. Ooh. Since I was a child, I have had a hypersensitivity to various sounds making them louder and more bothersome to me. You could be a Gerald Standin, Bernard. They get to the point that I often have headaches due to these loud noises. Is there any advice to try and lessen the noise? I'm so distracted from by this voice. I... Anyway, I hope you have a lovely day, you two. From Newton Green. I'm leaving the pauses that he would leave. Yes. You know, it's appropriate. It's very effective. That was... that was. Gosh, I didn't quite know... Quite something, Bernard. I didn't know I had it in me. That... I mean... I mean, goodness. I'll remember that for later, shall yes, I? Yes, yes, please do. So, um, what was it again? Uh, uh, hypersensitivity to various sounds. Um, Making them louder and, and more bothersome And you get headaches due to these loud noises. Is there any advice to try and lessen the noise? All right, mm. so which one shall we pick? Well, shall we see if there's any wisdom in the, in the actor's audition speeches? All right, Bernard, give me a number. Okay, uh, uh, 113. 113. So that's The Steamy by Tony Roper. <laughs> and give us another number. Uh, six. Six. 
Oh, and the person doing this speech is called Magritte. Magritte. Sounds a bit like Magritte. Does, does a bit, Did yeah. you say six? I One, said two, six. Four, three, four, five, six. So you've got the host... Oh, it's in Scottish dialect. Oh. Right. So you've got the host to yourself, and what do you do, you tidy? That's what it says. Right. So you've so, got the house to yourself, and what do you do, you tidy? That's what it says. Right. Now, I find tidying the house rather soothing, personally. Which is a good job, because I hate it. Yes, you do, I don't you? I never do, and you... it drives me mad, to be honest. It's like torment. So it's not that you 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 like a messy house. You just hate cleaning so yes, much. Yes, I I want to I want to expire from boredom within about two <laughs> cups of washing up. <laughs> washing up mugs has to be the worst thing. You have a real problem with the washing up mugs. Don't you? Sometimes you can you can bring yourself to wash up a plate or two, oh, but the mugs, they. You, you know, if I was a if I was a housewife back when housewives had to be housewives. Yes. Well, I'd be on the gin. Well. I would. I mean, I'm not saying I'm not up now. You'd be on even more gin. I'd be on even more gin. Yeah. Mother's ruin. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, uh, Newton, so I think what it's saying is if you find tidying up soothing, then that might help. It might, yes. It might. Or you start speaking to yourself in a Scottish dialect. Ah. Yes, while tidying up. Because I find, uh, you know, sometimes when I'm pootling around, I'll have... Full-on arguments with imaginary people out loud. Oh yes, just for fun. Sometimes, if you, I'm I'm working out working in the studio, and then I come into the house, and you don't know I've come in, I hear you having entire conversations. Doing that's outrageous. I won't stand for it. I mean, it's just good fun. And I never know whether you're talking to a ghost or whether you're just rehearsing an argument in your head. It's about fifty-fifty. Yes, or, or replaying a scenario. And I find it very soothing. So you find tidying up soothing. I find arguing with invisible entities very soothing. Yes. So Newton has to find something to self-soothe, mm. to take take them away from a you know difficult sort of situation. Although is that basically becoming disassociated? <laughs> <laughs> Retreating into oneself. This seems to be a theme. We told Buzz to basically to build create... a kind of sarcophagus around <laughs> themselves. <laughs> Well, sometimes the spirits do uh, do have a theme. For yes, the week, and this is running away from your problems. <laughs> sometimes the spirits control a little, can't they? Well, they're not necessarily trained professionals either. I mean, we ask them questions as if they might be therapists. Yes, and then so bear in mind, everyone, when we give you this advice, it might be it might be like a dead plumber giving you advice. Yes, yes. You might be tapping into not that there's not some very wise plumbers. Out I'm there, sure there are, but it might be like. A financial analyst yes. who's passed over to the other side who suddenly feels like he can give you advice. Yes, who, who, who dropped dead of stress. Yes. And so and so, maybe it's a, a, a terrible thing to follow the advice. It might people. be a 12th century sheep botherer who hasn't got a clue about modern life. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. So you've got to take this with a pin, large, a bucket of salt. A bucket of salt. salt. Throw, throw that salt over your sh- shoulder. Not a bucket of it. You could hurt someone. Oh, gosh. Also, it's costly, especially if you're going for that Himalayan... Yes, Marden sea salt. Mm. Costs a fortune, doesn't it? You've said their name now. We should try and get sponsored by them. Marden sea salt. Costs a fortune. (laughs) Costs a fortune (laughs) for chucking over your shoulder and into the eyes of your enemies. Yes. Yes. So we've got a couple of letters that are quite exciting updates now. Right. The first one is an exciting update that uh, we received literally today. Oh, it's not even an update, actually. It's more like a solution to last episode's letter. Oh, yes, someone offering a, a bit of advice of their own. Yes. 
Yes. So, uh, so uh, go, go ahead, Bert. All right. So now I, I, I don't know. Well, he gives advice. Here. So um, it's from a chap called Tomix from Tel Aviv, Israel. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he says, I absolutely can't wait to hear Bernard attempt that particular accent and hope he won't find some way to escape the task. Oh, gosh. My tip to him, overpronounce every vowel as if you were reading it on its own. Best of luck to you. Overpronounce every vowel as if you were reading it on its own? Yes. This is going to take it forever. Well, no, you do it quickly. All so right. Okay. Go for it. Just go for it. All right. I've been a long-time fan and was rather surprised during last week's episode to hear Max from Palestine, Israel, write in and ask for assistance. I'm pretty sure this isn't the This doesn't sound very accurate to me, but I'll carry on. Ask for assistance in finding a job so they can live here in Tel Aviv, which recently won the glamorous title of most expensive city in the world, yippee. This has reminded me of those aliens in Galaxy Quest. It's, yeah. Yes, yes, those ones. Yes. yes, yes. Yes. It's not often I randomly encounter others from this part of the world, and I've decided I want to help. It would just be way too cool if they managed to find a job because two people happened to be listening to the same psychic podcast. Isn't it? It's exciting. This is an exciting letter to get. Very. I'm not an employer, but as soon as I was listening to the episode, I was passing a new sandwich shop that is under construction and opening soon. A construction site for a new light rail system opening this year, a brand new luxury hotel that's about to open its gates, and because I was keeping my eyes peeled, the very next day or so, I saw that my favourite vegan junk food place is hiring. Perhaps, if they'd like, I'd be happy for them to contact me for the specifics. I might also have a lead on a smaller, more casual job if they know sound design. Which, while not really anything you can pay rent around here with, is fitting to this week's theme. How about another reading to tell them if any of these jobs are worth pursuing, and if so, which? So do you hear that, Max? So this is very specifically for Max. I hope you're listening. Yes. Uh, If any of those opportunities are of interest to you, do let us know and we'll hook you up with Tomics. Wonderful. This is sort of, yeah, like a sort of jobs matchmaking service yes, as well. Yes, lovely? It's a new string to your bow. Maybe they'll become lifelong friends. Oh, wouldn't that be nice? Yes. Oh, uh, he also says at the bottom, I was also going to include a question about how to resolve there being too much noise at my partner's house. But it's been quiet lately, so let's put a pin in that. However, I think that's quite a good question for people who are finding there's too much noise in their shed. Oh, yes, yes. Their flat shares. And that's going to be a lot of people, isn't it? Oh, Almost goodness. everyone at some point has had noisy neighbours. Yes, so shall we have a look for that? Sure. Why not? Which, which one shall I go? Well, we haven't used uh, the, the Assassin's Apprentice by Robin <laughs> That Hart. suggests a very final <laughs> way of getting rid of the it's noisy people in your flat. Effective intimidation techniques, maybe. No, I think assassins aren't, aren't <clears throat> intimidated. No, they're not into intimidation. They sort of get the job done before you've got any chance to do any intimidation. Yes, yes. Right, so there's no warning, I don't think. Anyway, let's see what they say. Um, All right. Give us a number. Uh, um, uh, 59. 59. And another number? Uh, four. 59. Four. One, two, three, four. I wished idly for something else, for any situation that was neither this forsaken chamber nor the tenseness of Burrick's room. Oh. <gasps> It's about rooms. It is about rooms. Yes. And it you took me utterly blank. Took there, me a moment to actually grasp that. Yes. So, and the tenseness of Burrick's room, I'll, I'll give you a little background. Burrick is a sort of father figure. So it's like the, the, the choice between being in a noisy place where you're a bit more independent or having to go back to your 
parents' house. Oh, yes. yes. And, and that was specifically something that Max was talking about last time. Yes, yes. And it does feel sometimes like you're between a rock and a hard place. Yes. It doesn't really offer any solutions. No, it's, it's just telling you your problem again, really. Well, it's, it's sort of going, we understand, we're listening. <laughs> and we're not doing anything else, like supplying solutions. So, is this, yes, a sort of a Fraser Crane from the uh, the other side, rather yes. than offering any actual solutions. Sometimes all you need is an ear, isn't it? Rather than someone giving you solutions to things. Although, if you're writing in here, you're probably looking for a solution. Yes. They're being a little bit obtuse, the spirits today, aren't they? They really are. They're basically going, you're on your own, mate. Sort it out. Oh, so, so that was exciting. Thank you, Tomics. Uh, so we have a, a, one further update about uh, the pissy cat. Oh, the pissy cat. I love the Hamish. Pissy cat. Hamish. Hamish. So Ryan, who is Hamish's uh, human, uh, writes in. Uh, did I do a voice for Ryan? I can't remember. Oh, he was uh, b- brummy, wasn't he? Well, Hamish is Scottish. Why don't you do that? All right. Uh, Magenta, you are amazing. We've had a small development in the past few weeks when the vet suggested we try giving Hamish antidepressants, which have worked beautifully. Frighteningly, though, the dose they initially gave him did indeed knock him out, as you suggested. So we amended the dosage accordingly, and he is now much happier, and he has only pissed over my sofa once. Your advice to love the piss out of him truly was beautiful, and I love you even more for it. Thank you for being. Thank you so much for being amazing, Ryan and Hamish. Oh, you're very welcome, Ryan. What and a happy Hamish. end to the that story! It? And it's always nice to read out a letter that uh, tells us unequivocally that we are indeed correct and great, yes, and magical, yes, magic. Isn't that wonderful? So the poor cat was depressed. Goodness me! And it just needed to cheer up. Gosh, can you imagine if we were like that? What, if, whenever we felt a bit down... We pissed everywhere. Uncontrollable incontinence. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at least you'd know, though, because sometimes a little bit of depression can creep up on you, can't it? Yes. And and you're not even sure what's wrong or if there's anything wrong at all. Whereas if you were uncontrollably pissing everywhere, you'd have yes. a very easy diagnosis of, oh, I must be a bit depressed. I mean, people talk about not being taken seriously with invisible illnesses. and, oh, and... The doctor, my God, if you go to the doctor for anything which isn't like a literally... Someone's chopped your leg off. Yes, yes. They'll, and especially if you're a woman. Yes. They'll go, are you depressed? Yes. And it'd be really nice to be able to go, well, if I was, I'd be pissing everywhere. And do you see a puddle of piss on yes. your floor? Have I just pissed on your your rubbish, uncomfortable seat? Yes, with, no. the, with the bit of strange paper that they lay across the, the, the bed. On, well, uh, it's only when they're examining you, Bernard. So uh, maybe... Do they, do they do that for you? You go into the doctor's office. <laughs> you go in with office. depression and uh, they say, well, I better examine you. No. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's actually not right. I, I that, that didn't. Well, that... Get up on the stirrups. <laughs> Let's examine you for depression. Yes. Anyway, uh, there we go. Uh, we're not going to give medical advice, obviously. No, no. But uh, but it's a very it's a very happy story. It there. is. And loving the piss out of people is just you know it's a nice it's a nice thing, isn't it? So the next category for the next episode is pets. Yes, very fittingly, we decided uh, pets would be a good uh, sort of topic to. Yes, uh, yes, we want more uh, amusing cat stories. I think. Yes. So that's all we have time for today. So thank you, everyone, for listening, and thank us for being essentially a valuable public service. <gasps> Magenta, we haven't read out a diary entry. Oh shit! Oh god! They haven't heard what happens next with with Stephen from Foucault's Pendulum. You oh, know, with his no. possession and all of that. Oh well, we haven't got time now. Oh, I've got an appointment at the nail salon. Oh, oh are you getting your nails done? Oh no, just just my pointing finger. So just one nail. Ah. I've had to do some. Ac-
accusatory pointing recently, you know, at people in shops who aren't wearing masks. Goodness, yes. So I'd like something a bit more talon-like and longer so it keeps them away. You, you had a proper go at people the other day, didn't I you? did, and I was pointing at them and going, wear your bloody mask! And you picked the largest man <laughs> that has ever been in that particular branch of I Tesco. did, and then I hid in, in the peanut butter aisle, yes. practically shaking. Anyway... True story. I mean, I'm on truth serum. So, yes, yes. You know, and but I could have really benefited from having a really long fingernail on it, my pointing finger. It would have intimidated him even more. Wouldn't yes. It? So anyway, we're just going to have to do a double update diary entry yes. next week. Gosh, this story is taking a while to tell, isn't it? Yes. Well, good job. It builds to a truly thrilling climax. Then, yes, isn't it? Yes. One yes. that no one should miss out on, for it is very surprising and drawer dampening. Early doors, yes. Mo- moisten your earlies. Moisten, yes. 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 Little reminder of the fact from earlier. Y- yes, yes. Yes, all right, Bernard. Let's say goodbye now. All right. Goodbye. Goodbye. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Check out this place. You'd love to retire here? What is this? Oh god, what have you done? Spaceships. Season 2. Out now on podcast platforms across the galaxy.